After research and refinement, and a prod from the Department of Transport, the makers of the famous Black London Cab have introduced a new conversion to their standard taxi. The cab, once converted, can hold a wheelchair, complete with occupant, in sitting position. Using a special ramp, the disabled person is gently pushed up into the taxi, still sitting in their chair, which is then securely clamped to the floor, and a large seatbelt is placed around both. There are many safety features. The disabled person travels facing backwards in case of an accident. There is a headrest and the vehicle can take up to four seated passengers in addition to the wheelchair and its occupant. It all sounds fine in principle, but what's it like in practice? I joined Mary Arnold, herself disabled, for a test run. Well, Mary, we're just in the new taxi. What's it like? You're facing away from the driver. You're effectively going backwards. Is it uncomfortable or what? No, to be quite honest, I feel safer facing this way because if we had an accident, I'd rather go backwards than forwards. What sort of safety gadgets have they got then to prevent any accidents or to make your journey more comfortable? Headrests, seat belts, and you're clamped in so my wheelchair doesn't move at all, even when we go round corners. Now you say you're clamped in, isn't all this a bit uncomfortable? No, I mean, the seatbelt's just the same as if you were driving your own car, you have to wear a seatbelt, it's exactly the same kind of seatbelt. The clamp's not on me, it's on my wheelchair. So basically, how do you feel? I feel great, really comfortable. How much more independence does this new taxi give you? A lot more independence, because living on my own, it's not always so easy to get out, but I can just pick up the telephone and within five to ten minutes, there's a taxi and I'm away. What about the cost? Do taxi operators charge you more money for using the taxi? After all, it's cost them £1,700 to fix it up so you can use it. Uh, no, the price is just the same. And the whole point is that the taxi isn't specifically for disabled people. This is the whole beauty of it, that somebody can have their taxi converted and it can be used for able-bodied people too. So therefore, the hire is just exactly the same as any normal journey. How many journeys have you actually made in taxis like this then? Five or six, I think, because to be quite honest, I don't count them all now. Is that long enough though to come up with a good positive opinion of it? Definitely. First time you get into the taxi and you draw away, that's when you make up your mind, the very first time that you use it, the independence it gives you. Mary Arnold giving her approval to the new taxi for disabled people. But why has it taken so long to develop one which can actually take a wheelchair and an occupant sitting upright? William Drew of Carbodies, the company which manufactures the cab, explains. People have only become aware of the need for the disabled or they've only been presented uh, forward with their needs on transportation since the International Year of the Disabled. They've mainly taken a back seat and been very quiet about it. So if it's not highlighted, the need and the requirement, it won't be developed. How successful do you think it will be and how successfully has it been so far? It's been very successful wherever we've demonstrated it to disabled associations and the individuals and disabled people themselves on which they claim the freedom it will give them of uh, movement uh, and I think it will develop onward. The manufacturers might have been slow to realise the need for a taxi built with the disabled in mind but Clive Allen wasn't slow to use the new cab. 
He runs a taxi company with 150 vehicles, of which five have now been converted to take wheelchairs. When I found that there was a facility that would actually take a person in a wheelchair without them getting out, causing them no embarrassment, no discomfort, and travelling complete secured safety, I spoke with the firm and we did a pilot scheme whereby we had one taxi converted. Since then, we've continued to slowly attempt to change all our fleet. What sort of numbers actually use the taxi then? About 15 a day, which is quite acceptable for me, and I'm sure it's quite acceptable for them. Obviously, you're spending a lot of money to have your taxis changed round. Is that passed on to the consumer, though? Uh, no, no, we're not passing it on. We're just able to carry those passengers that otherwise we wouldn't be able to carry. In fact, we have always given discount cards to people who are registered disabled or registered senior citizens. What about keeping the meter running, though, while they get out? I would anticipate the extra metre charge for a passenger being in a cab, taking the time to unlight, would be about 10 pence. So I would still think the net saving on an average fare would be something in the region of 15 pence. How keen are your drivers to actually help disabled people get in and out of the taxi? Is that going to be a problem, do you think? Like any other business, uh, the quality of your staff, it depends on the training and the commitment that you give them yourself. Do you actually see any problem with that? Not in your own company, but maybe across the country? I do see a problem cropping up in taxi drivers in general. Nothing to do with the fact that they're carrying disabled, but sometimes people will want to take the larger fare. Uh, it doesn't happen in my company, I hope, but it does happen. You go to Heathrow Airport and you want to go to Staines, they won't take you because they want a fare to London. If any of my drivers would attempt to do that, they wouldn't be with the company any longer. Clive Allen there. But the final word comes from Mary Arnold. If there is a taxi, ring up, quite honestly, and use it, because the freedom that it does give you it's amazing.